Hey guys, this is Everqueer. Hey. My name is Damien. I'm Brandon. And we haven't introduced ourselves in a while, so I thought we should do that again. Alright. Well, here we are. What's up? Now we're best friends. Yeah, we weren't before. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? I haven't seen you in a bit. Um, house sitting and work. Yeah. Um, house slash dog sitting. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. The house is really nice. They have a theater room. Oh, nice. Have surround you used sound it? System. Oh, every single day. Nice. Um, and a surround sound system in the house, so I can just play music in whatever room I want. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm not used to this fancy life. <laughs> yeah. It's great, though. How about yeah. you? Just chilling, really. I've been working and coming home. All right. So school's back in. Yep. <laughs> uh, my kids are great. They're wearing me out. <laughs> yeah, I see that all the time. Well, do you have any uh, tea updates? I'm freaking breaking out like, I don't know, people from Azkaban. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad one. No, my, my acne has gotten really bad, and... I have been trying to use my face wash, like, religiously, and it's not going away. Well, that's a really good question. If there's anybody who's listening who has any acne tips besides Accutane, uh, let us know. Or just burning your skin off. The first few layers should do. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be <laughs> alright. Anyway, um, other than that, um, I don't remember if I said this last episode or not, but I went to the doctor and I got my shots lowered to 0.3 cc's and I got sub-Q shots and okay. they're dope. I think we knew about the sub-Q. I don't think we know. I don't I don't know if we knew that you got it lowered. Yeah, I got it lowered because um, I was just getting really, really moody like you, you touch me and I blow up to a tenth degree. Oh, that's um, <laughs> Yeah. And and I don't know how to hang, handle anger to begin with, so I really didn't ha- know how to handle that. That's um, And so I went and they tested my blood. Do you know what the range is supposed to be for your T-level? Yeah. My doctor told me she wanted me between six and 700. Yeah, I was at 900. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said that, like, 725 is on the very high end of that, but it's still within kind of a normal range. But she would like for me to not get above 700. Yeah, I was at 900. Yeah. I think that that explains a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what your estrogen levels were? I could probably look, but I, I didn't. Well, she saw mine, because um, I just got my checkup recently. She also noticed my voice, because I haven't seen her in a while. She was like, holy shit, your voice is deep. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's that's a thing now. I love that we can hear it on the... Like, through the episodes of the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Did, have you listened to our first episode? It's so cringy. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, like, ugh. Anyway, so my doctor uh, told me that she can tell by my labs that I'm still ovulating. 
And she mm-hmm. was like, uh, within a year you should stop. So by January-ish. Right, but that's causing you a lot of pain. Right. So much pain. So much physical pain. And I handle pain relatively well because I'm in pain all the time. Um, but this pain is like endometrio- like endometriosis level type, right. type of pain. Like it's just so... It only happens once a month, and it's very regular now. Um, but I don't, I don't have any more like bleeding or anything. It's just the the pain that comes with the bleeding. Yes, the severe cramps and the back pain. Well, like I got super bad and the migraines, like injury, in, in, endometriosis level cramps before I got on T. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I started T, within the first two and a half months I had completely stopped and like I don't feel anything that's nice um which is nice and I it just sucks for you I wish that was better well I mean yes but she I'm close enough to the age where I can make a decision to get a hysterectomy without being married without your husband's consent yes let's not Um, even get to that because um, i will rant for three hours situation she looked at me and was like you're too young and you're single and i was like what single doesn't have anything to do with it i'm not going to have another kid take the shit out of me yeah and she was like legally i cannot unless you have issues and i have to be able to prove that you have issues and so but you have to be over the age of 30 don't you yeah which I'm close. I'm only a year and a half away. Because you're old. Yeah, fuck you. So, <laughs> um, so but, I'm, I'm close uh, to being able to make my own decisions. I'm like, I'm so excited for my body. I can't handle it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even think about it without wanting to go rip someone's face off. <laughs> but the uh, and as much as I agree with you, my doctor's trying really hard to work with me. Like, we're supposed to only get pap smears, like, every five years or something, and she wants me to come in. She just sent me a message on my um, patient portal. Patient portal. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, To come in and get a... Get a pap smear done. I'm gonna be totally real. I've never done one of those, and I hope... You've never had a pap smear Mm -hmm. done? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Why? What is wrong with you? She doesn't go to the doctor. Did you hear my voice crack just now? I voice cracked for you. <laughs> go get a pap smear. Anybody who's listening, trans mask people with uteruses, go get pap smears. Go get checked out. <laughs> Are you an idiot? Yes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Go get a pap smear. I've had, I've gotten one done almost every year of my life. You can have cancer and you don't know. I mean, honestly, I'd rather not know. No! <laughs> if you get ovarian cancer, they can take it out! <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's what I told my doctor. She was like, please don't wish cancer upon yourself. <laughs> we'll find other ways. <laughs> I was like, insurance will pay for it that way. And she was like, I like the way you think, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, medical issues You're aside... <laughs> It went so extreme. <laughs> well, anyway, let me make that decision on my own. <laughs> well, you you really don't know yet what you want to do with your body. Your husband needs to decide that for you. Oh my god! Fuck that. <laughs> 
Also, I already have a seven-year-old, and he's an amazing kid. I'm not going to chance it by having a devil child. <laughs> yeah, just get a dog for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, tea updates. Uh, oh, yeah. And and the fact that I need to get a pap smear. Anyway. Yeah, so my my biggest thing for you, like, my goal for you is to get a pap smear. No. It's uncomfortable... It's annoying. It's cold. It's, it's dysphoric as it's fuck. Dysphoric as fuck. I get all of that, but it's still necessary. Is it though? You're still gonna have to get a mammogram. Like you have these things are. Oh my god, Damien. I had this exact conversation with him like two years ago, constantly when I was trying to get him to go see a doctor just for like a general checkup. <clears throat> Please. <laughs> Please, please go get your reproductive system checked out. Also, Just to have, make sure. You have a fabulous doctor. What are you stressing about? Because it's a different doctor. No, it's not. Isn't it, it? doesn't have to be. No. You can go to your PCP for it. Um, I have a gynecologist who is trans-friendly if you would like that information. I would not like that information because be I a referral don't want to go. Your PCP, if you have one, right? But I can give you the name, and then he can refer you to that person. Yes. Anyway, so that aside, what did we move on to? Did we move on? Um, we did not. <laughs> I was just talking about. Getting... Oh, we were talking about pain. Anyway, yes, a hysterectomy with my my testosterone. Yes, this is part of my update. Um, um, so for me, my testosterone is like, everything is good. Uh, my levels were good. Uh, my doctor is wanting me to come in to get a pap smear done. Uh, you don't even have to, like, you only have to get it every five years, but she just sent me a message on my, um, patient portal telling me to come in and get a checkup done. Because she's trying to find ways for me to... Get it faster. Yeah, to be able to get all this stuff taken out of my body. Um, but I'm I'm real close to the age where I can make that decision on my own without having to be married. Um, and having your husband make that decision for you. Right. But <laughs> we've also talked about just like... As somewhat of a joke for like Joey and me to get legally married. And then he can just... Say yes to everything. Hold on. <laughs> somewhat as a joke? Yes. That means it's somewhat not a joke. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> he's not joking, but I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> Marriage is... Um, but anyway, so... And then... And then, like, medical benefits and all that. It actually would make sense. But it's it's us just joking around mostly with his family. Just giving everyone a hard time because they're all wishing for that to happen. Well, um, they want to uh, have any more close ties to Bentley. <laughs> right. Like they, a legal they just, tie to Bentley. They just want to steal him. <laughs> That's fine. I'll accept that. Um, um, but, so anyway, um, the only thing that I have that's like negative would be the severe cramping yeah um that's kind of annoying yeah i bet it is because like two days a month where i just can't function at all and i get a migraine so bad that i can't lift my head up off the pillow do you take those days off uh sometimes or try to if 
it falls on a weekend. On a weekend, then yes. If not, then probably not. I Sometimes I'll leave, like, if I go to work. Because a lot of times I'm the opener, and I can't leave um, until someone else gets there. So I'll leave, like, mid-shift or something if I'm absolutely dying, which I did Monday. But nice. That's for a different reason. You <laughs> normally don't take care of yourself, so I'm proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Um... <laughs> We're just going to skip over the whole concussion situation. I'm so mad you didn't tell. <laughs> oh, I know. Who didn't you I tell? I was like, I'm Jonathan. walking away. <laughs> she let me have it. I know. So, what, so I realized that you fell. Yes. And hit your head. Yeah. On a headboard. On a headboard. It was a footboard, yeah. A footboard. But a bed frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then you immediately went to the doctor? No. The next day. Oh, please don't tell me you fucking slept. Well, I tried to. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep that whole night. I got like 30 minutes of sleep. Well, that's good. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. I'm aware of the situation. So So what had happened was... Every good story. (laughs) I may or may not have had some alcohol in my system. And I may have... I, well, I got out of the shower, and my phone fell under the bed, and I'm in... I'm sleeping in this... The, the bed, the person I'm house-sitting for, and it's this giant king-size bed with this ridiculously large frame, and anyway, I'm not mad at the frame. It's my fault. I just... <laughs> It's just unnecessary. Anyway, so... You're just trying to, like, rationalize it to yourself. Well, and they have... So they have a non-slip... So all the flooring in their house is hardwood or uh, tile. Um, So in the bedroom, it's hardwood floors, and they have a non-slip rug next to the bed... Obviously, it didn't work. ...that I slipped on. (laughs) (laughs) How? So my phone fell under the bed. I had it on the edge of the bed... And then, I don't know what happened, but it fell off, and it tumbled underneath. And so I bent down to get on my knees to get the to get the phone, and I had my foot, like, I guess on the edge of the rug or something. I don't know. And then I just went and smacked my head into the corner of the bed, and then I blacked out for a second, and I got up, and I was like, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> and then I, like, got in bed. And it's the most random thing <laughs> But, like, I didn't really realize that I blacked out until, I don't know, the next morning. I was like, wait, I don't actually remember falling or getting up. I just remember, like, standing up and holding my head. And I was like, oh, there's a lump on my head. Cool. Um, And then when when I went to work the next morning, I threw up as soon as I got to work. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got a concussion. How did I get a concussion from just slipping and hitting my head on the freaking front? I because was, I was pissed. Because you're you. Yes. <laughs> and that would only happen to you. So then I go to the doctor and they're like, so what happened? And I told them and she was like, she legit was just like, well, you definitely have a concussion. And also um, my hip was hurting really badly, which it hurts on and off randomly anyway, but... This was, like, a completely different pain. That's because you've birthed a child. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Well, and then she was like, also, you have bursitis. And that probably happened when you fell. 
I don't know what that it's, is. So you know the little um, squishy pad in between your joints? Mm-hmm. So it's either inflamed or it burst open. Oh, cool. She couldn't tell from the x-ray. That's all good. Good to know. So that's cool. <laughs> so I've been walking around like a pimp for almost a week because <laughs> I got... What do you do for that? Uh, rest. Oh, you don't know what that word is. Exactly. So. That's never gonna happen. And when they told me to recover, they were, uh, oh, and I have to take Tylenol. I can't take anything like aspirin based. Right, because, yeah. It's a- and I can't drink alcohol right now, and I can't lift more than. I've already broken every single rule. I've taken one day to rest, and that was the day I accidentally fell asleep on Sunday. And you went home a little early on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did rest Monday. I actually laid in bed, did nothing the rest of the day. So what did uh, what choice words did Janessa have for you? Because I'm quite entertained by the idea that she just let you have it. And I was, like, humping her leg for forgiveness. <laughs> you do that anyway, though. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, she was pissed at me because I left early and didn't tell her and she was already having a bad day. And we're basically the main reasons that we like our job. <laughs> also, she definitely listens to this. Like, she listens to every episode. Oh, God. Hey, Janessa. <laughs> so, if we're gonna air this. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, girl. I love you. Hey, girl. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you're my favorite person. <laughs> I'm sorry I bailed on you. Uh, so then she was just like, she walked in and she had a present for one of the other employees. And I was like, what am I, chopped liver now? What the Absolutely fuck is this? you are. You left And she early. didn't even say hi to me. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she was like, you fucking left me yesterday. <laughs> you didn't fucking tell me. And then she just she went off on me, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> I was standing in the middle. I just, like, ducked my head. I was like, nope. I, I, Hold I on. You were, you I were standing in the middle, anyone. and you didn't record it? <laughs> I couldn't even look at anyone to, like, throw me a life vest or anything. I was just, like, out drowning on my own. <laughs> yeah, that's because you, you yes. kind of deserved it. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, good on her for, oh, Mm-hmm. That was that cute. Was cute. <laughs> Thanks. Well, good on her for, you know, kicking your ass. You need it every now and then. Uh, yes, and she's one of the few people who I will allow to do that. I won't do it because I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are, what? Uh, I feel like we're not even recording. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. <laughs> when I said... <laughs> Are we just going to scrap, like, half this episode? Yes. Yeah, probably, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so, so I'm bagging food the other day, and one of the other guys is just like, yeah, I'm such a boss, I'm such a dog, and I'm like, do you know what that word means? Who is this? Um, Breadhead. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I'm just like... Yikes. <laughs> he said Dom? Dom. He doesn't know what that means. I was like, do you know what that means? Are you a part of the community? No, do no, you no, know? no, no, not even a little, not even in the slightest. Like I had to tell him what trans was. <laughs> oh, please say you took the time to explain it to him. I was, I was just like, 
yeah, I'm low-key a sub unless I'm forced to be a dom. And then, of course, I'm a total dom. And he was just like, wait, what? I have so many questions. I was like, no, I'm totally a dom. I was just kidding. <laughs> he was like, I don't. I don't think I followed that. No, no. He has no idea what you were talking about. You could have been speaking a totally different language and he wouldn't have. You could speak more Spanish and he would understand that more than what you just said to him. I'm telling you. So is this like a good boy? Yes. Okay. Like him and the other guy that we work with and the, the manager who just left, they all go to church together and they're all very like... Like, the, the other guy is getting married so him and his girlfriend can live together situation. So He's really cute and sweet, and I really like his personality. Yes, he's just very, very naive. <laughs> I was just like, do you know how the rules work? He nope. was just like, and I was like, oh, we're not having this conversation at work. I'm just going to let him walk not, away. Nope. <laughs> nope. I can say much so more weird. mild thing, like, much milder, milder? much more mild things to him and he is still just super cringing super like that was that was across the line so like you mentioned kissing for more than two seconds and he's like blushing like a cute catholic school boy (laughs) like if I say anything harsher than the word damn he's just like gotta go um, so I'm guessing he doesn't listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> he knows we have one, and I think the... Does old... he know what a podcast is? Has he joined this entry yet? I mean, he's a <laughs> yes. millennial, so... <laughs> <laughs> he's not... I think he's a step below that. He's a generation below that. Gen so. Z? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Well, yeah, technically right. it's a step up. Whatever. Whatever. Be? Whatever. Anyway. He's younger, so... <laughs> He definitely knows what a podcast is. He just probably does not listen. So we're scrapping like half of this? <laughs> yes. Because okay. there are people at my work who do listen, listen to this. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. So, I mean, Hell what is and is it being cut out of this point? I have I a know. good idea. Okay. As long as someone I, does. I'm the one who does the editing, so I'm the only one who matters. <laughs> anyway. As editing. That's fair. Uh, any more tea updates? Because <laughs> we're still on step one. Um, no. Though, the only thing I would say is that I did find some stuff at Ulta that helps with my acne. Because it's more like cystic, like super hormonal acne. Um, it's kind of like a lactic acid buildup situation happening. Um, and Macy did some research for me and found this stuff. It was only like seven bucks. Nice. And it's, the brand is called The Ordinary. And the actual Perfect for you. stuff is called, yeah. And it's in like a clear bottle with a white label and black lettering. Like it's perfect. And so, but the, the actual stuff is called Nine Minutes. Hold on. Let me get it together. Niacinamide. That's what it is. Yeah. So, and it's working really well for all that. That's all. How did you find out what type of acne you had? I asked my doctor. Oh. And we talked about it. And so, Macy had been doing some research on acne anyway, because she struggles with it too. And she's on Accutane, but I can't get on Accutane because you have to be on birth control if you're of childbearing age, because it messes with your reproductive system really badly. You know what else messes with your reproductive system? Your reproductive system. 
Well, I haven't been taking the opposite hormones of what your reproductive system is. Right. But if I were to, I, like, I legally would have to be on birth control right. because I have a functioning uterus. Yes. And so, like, that's not going to happen. Um, so we've been doing a lot of research on other ways to help. And um, she came up with, or she showed me some videos of some different types of acne that they're starting to find out. It's more than just, like, you're dirty and you're hormonal. Like, there's a lot of other factors involved. Um, and so I just, yeah, yeah. And like the buildup of shit in your gut more than just shit, but stuff in your gut. Thanks Um, for that clarification. And well, I mean, yeah, some people would be like, I mean, yeah, there's shit in your gut. (coughs) But anyway, like there's there's definitely people who aren't specifically allergic to dairy, but notice that they have like less allergies and less like irritation mm-hmm. and things like this when they stop eating it. So I'm definitely stop. that person, but I'm also not going to not eat it. So, because <laughs> because I eat cheese, cheese like it's yeah. my job. And <laughs> because so, it is our job. Yes. If we didn't eat it, who would? Exactly. We're really doing the world a service. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there are different like forms of acne. And so I just brought it to her attention and was like, Hey, I know I can't be on Accutane. I would love to be on Accutane. Because I was on it when I was a kid, and it did wonders for me. But here's, like, some other stuff that I've been looking at. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's, like, like cystic acne with, like, a... It's not really, like, a yeast, but it's kind of, like, a the same, like, base as a yeast. The Like, the cystic acne is. Mm-hmm. And um, the niacin stuff that's in that formula that I was telling you about is the same type. It's the same base formula for, like diaper rash or for jock itch like mm-hmm. yeast yeast buildup right. in different areas so that's that's what it is interesting it's really disgusting but it's helped a lot and i've only been using it for three days and i've already been like it's already cleared up like half my face yeah you do look a lot clearer thanks that's it for my tea update nice an hour later has it really been an hour it's been 30 minutes no okay. i don't know it feels like it it has felt like it I think that's about it for my tea update as well. Um, I It was really just changing my dosage and shit like that. Have you noticed if your voice is, like, weaker? Not sound-wise, but, like, Volume-wise? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I... I don't think I can yell. I don't think I, like, my... I don't think my vocal cords know how to yell anymore. I yell a lot at work, and it just comes out really raspy, but I'm starting to lose my voice because I've been yelling for, like, two days. And I never used to have that problem. Like, what you've heard today is probably as loud as I can go. I do a lot of yelling. Not, like, angry yelling, but, like, that's like, how I communicate. <laughs> yeah. We just yell at each other Plus at work. it gets really loud at your work, so yeah. I get this. Yeah. Especially when there's um, more than one kid in the building. I mean, I wonder if maybe some type of voice lessons would be a good idea to learn how to better manipulate your new range, even just your speaking voice. That's a good idea. Um, that is a good idea. Because, like, um, Damien had a conversation with his therapist, and it just made me think of it where um he doesn't notice that he goes up in volume yeah because he doesn't understand the new range that he has and what it sounds like to his own ears that's fair 
That makes a lot of sense. I guess we never really, like, paid attention to stuff like that before. No. Because you don't have to. Because you had it your whole life. Right. And it just is a natural, you know, progression. You go from a kid voice to slightly more mature voice. I mean, it's a female. You mm-hmm. know, it gets less squeaky or whatever. Right. I mean, the girl's voice is mature, too. Not quite like guys do, but right. a little bit. And then you just naturally adjust as you go. I think this is such a drastic change that you can't just like... Well, and it's super quick, too, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it's such a drastic change that you can't just like naturally adjust to the new range. Mm-hmm. And learn that this is my new loud. And this is my new whatever. Well, something that I have found really interesting is, like, I like to sing in the car a lot to and from work because I'm a Broadway gay. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And <laughs> because I'm a sub. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when I try to sing higher than, like, this, this volume, like, this pitch... Mm-hmm. And if I try to sing or yell louder, like, my, like, the muscles in my neck get really tight. And I don't know, I don't know how to, like, relax those muscles or to not have that happen or to sing more than monotone. Well, do you understand how your voice box grows for T versus how a man's yeah. voice box grows? Yeah. Like, it's a, there's, it's different. It is different. Yeah, I've actually done a lot of research on that because I was really interested in how... Because ours grow out. Testosterone actually, like, affects the voice box and, like, what it does specifically. Um, so it's, it's actually it's interesting. I've watched videos on it on, like, the different progressions. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. But that's just something that I've noticed... Not recently, but just in general. Yeah. I'm just annoyed. I lose my voice in a couple of days now. It's just it's just frustrating. Do you think that it's because our voices are still settling? Probably. I feel like my voice is going to drop again. Do you? Yeah. Which, I like, I don't know how much deeper it can get, but I'm interested to see. Because my doctor I'm... told me, she was like, your voice is really deep, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes at least another octave. Within the next, like, four or five months. Jeez. I don't know if mine will again. It probably will, like, slightly over a longer period than the first drop. Yeah. Um, But not noticeable, like, not super noticeably so short term. Like, I bet if I compared videos, like, then it would be noticeable, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm happy with where my voice is at. Like, I'm, I'm solid. I'm good. Now all I need is the chest gone. And then I'm happy. Same. Honestly. Cool. Interesting voice questions. If anybody knows the answers to any of this shit, like, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. Or if you have acne suggestions. Because your boys are struggling. (laughs) Hard. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Alright, well. What do you got for us today? Anything happy? If it's not happy, don't tell me. It is not. Well, I don't want to know then. All right. I'm tired of America. Well, just close your ears because I'm going to tell our listeners. It's okay. We're moving to Denmark. Yeah. uh, Next time you hear from us, it'll be from Sweden or Denmark. 
I like how at the beginning of this the beginning of this podcast we talked about moving to Denver, and it went from Denver to Denmark. <laughs> I mean, they're both D's. Does it really matter? Like, we're we're so anxious for the D that mm-hmm. we're tra- mm-hmm. <laughs> not someone else's. Our our own. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. I don't want anybody else's. Mm. <laughs> Shit is scary. <laughs> it's it's um, super scary. I don't know what you guys do with it. <laughs> they send pics to everyone. Obviously, it's like a fifth appendage to me. I want it to be like useful, like a monkey's tail. Like they can just pick things up. With it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just got an image in my head. That's, Good. That was fun. Um, all right, so my article is talking about New York City. We like New York. Uh, yeah, it's relatively like forward thinking with their laws and their shit. I mean, as forward on. thinking as we can with our lovely president in office. Yeah, don't get me started. Um, all right, so this whole situation, I'm just going to sum up this article. It's from, uh, I don't actually know. All right. It's, it's from the internet, guys. Just Google it. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's real. <laughs> Everything on the internet is real. So, um, the New York City Council is going to repeal its ban on gay conversion therapy. Uh, now, Great start. Let me go into why. So, they want... They're going to um, remove the ban. So, right now, it's illegal for anyone in New York City to go through conversion therapy. Solid. Solid opinion. Yeah, so they're going to take that away, um, and it's only going to be um, anyone who is under the age of 18 is still protected by that law, but people who are 18 or over, the, the ban will no longer, or the ban will count towards them. So there's a group called, oh man, I lost it. Oh, it's a news station. Oh, okay. So this article is actually from a news station in Boston. Um, so they're relatively reliable source. Okay. But this is actually an article in more than just one place too. Cause okay. I've, re- I've read about it a little bit before I got here. Um, I didn't read too much into it, but anyway, so there's a group called Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, which are, they're basically saying that the first amendment covers religious rights and religious beliefs and the way you treat other people based on those religious beliefs and things like that. And they are known for um, taking cases that are more on the left side of thinking um, to Supreme Court. And so New York City is thinking, oh crap, they're going to take this to the Supreme Court and then the Supreme Court's going to get involved and then they're going to make decisions for us that we don't want. So we might as well go ahead and make these decisions on our own terms and make this how we see fit, how it's going to prevent Supreme Court from stepping in, but also still somewhat sort of benefit the LGBTQ community and um, appease the other party. And appease the other party. So they're trying to play they're trying to, you know, play this on the whole this whole on the fence thing. Honestly, which they're is, trying to be really smart about it. Right. Which like I appreciate the mindset behind it, but ultimately if you're just going to change laws because of Supreme Court like left and right like you lose some credibility there. You lose some but in counterattack the Supreme Court 
is losing credibility by letting their biases color their choices. As much as I agree with that, uh, the Supreme Court is still the Supreme Court, and ultimately, like, what they say goes. That's true. Uh, and they are more, like, Republican, offense to the Republicans, but they are more Republican now than they used to be. And so the LGBT community is more under attack than it used to be. Right. And there is a chance that the Supreme Court will come down hard on them and just be like, you have to completely remove the ban. And then children will be exposed to this as well. Right. And I mean, I think that it's smart to still protect as many people as you can. Right. And they do have the, like, their people in their best interests, which is ultimately what I would want from someone yeah and i don't think that it's necessarily a a bad thing to say oh let's handle this in-house i think that that's kind of smart not like everything shouldn't just go to the supreme court right if they can handle it in-house handle it in-house i know that they're trying to get around things that they think won't happen understandable right but it's the so it's not necessarily even them it's the group who is um they're not really suing them, but they are, like, fighting against them. Right. And so they're they're just worried because they've seen patterns of this group going in and basically home-wrecking any right. chance that they might have of protecting their LGBTQ youth before, or you know, people in general, or different laws affecting the same types of people, the same groups of people. Um, they've taken a lot of abortion cases to the Supreme Court, or tried to. They've attempted it, at least. Um, so, it's just kind of like a lose-lose situation where, like, they can handle it in-house, and ultimately, they can still protect some people from it, but they can't protect everyone from it, and either way, not everyone gets what they want, but, so, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of frustrating to sit back and see stuff like that happen. When we say children, are we saying minors, like, 18 and under? Yeah, 18 and under. So, I mean, anybody over that, I don't think that you can be committed or or anything like that. Um, Without your own. Absolutely, you can. If someone deems you as unfit to be, like, especially family, um, like, right now, they could could deem me, like, unfit to be a parent, and they can... um, What's it? They can hospitalize me without my consent. But for something like conversion therapy, it would have to be... It would be... Voluntary. It would be... No, it would be under the whole, like, insanity. Like, this is a, this is a mental illness, and you need to get it fixed situation. That's what the whole... That's, that's what the whole premise of conversion therapy is okay. for a lot of people, is that, like, this gayness is making you mentally ill, and you need to get it fixed... And it even goes into detail, which I don't like doing necessarily, but it goes into some detail about what conversion therapy does to you in the article. And it talks about like um, forcing nausea or forcing vomiting and um, like you throw up until you say that you're not gay anymore, you know, stuff like that. And so um, that's (laughs) not okay. Not okay. Yeah. Um, so let's legally torture humans right, because we don't like them. That's exactly what it is. I mean, and the whole the, and the premise of um, you're mentally incapable of making these decisions on your own. So let's put you through therapy to work on that. Right. That's like super not okay. Yeah. 
I mean, well, we were listening to that guy give a talk from the resource center about how people were abusing Texas laws back in the day, mm-hmm. and this person basically calls nine one one and it's just like, oh, um, someone is here with a gun and they're acting crazy and they're frightening people. Like, and it's in help. apartment complex fourteen. In so and so apartment. Okay, so the police show up and there's no one with a gun, but there are two men having sex and that's sodomy and that's illegal. So the two men get hauled to jail. It's a thing. Uh, I just think that it's totally not okay. I just don't understand. And totally legal. Yeah. It's insane. Just because something is legal doesn't mean that it's, like, Acceptable. okay. Yeah. <laughs> But this is the boundaries that we have been fighting for as the LGBT community for so long of these are the rights that straight people have and this is how they abuse their rights and then use the loopholes in it to harm us. And we have been fighting these loopholes and these very specific discriminations for a very long time and they still exist like you would think that by now it would be a lot better and it's not really not yeah oh but barbie has a gender neutral doll out now so it's all okay it's not barbie it's a competitor to barbie okay but there's a doll company out there that has a gender neutral doll so all is right in the world it is kind of cool though it is cool i'm just like that's not how being gender neutral works like having a long-haired wig and short hair is not how you know yes it's a step in the right direction i agree with you um i had one one of the people who actually listens to this podcast on a regular basis um she sent me an article and then some pictures and then we talked about it for a little bit today and i was like that's really cool like that's a really big step it's not the right step necessarily, but it's a really good, it's a good step in the right direction. No, because what they could do instead is introduce a whole line Like, like of, Barbie did with their diversity line, where right. you have the, the black one with the curly natural hair. And the one in the wheelchair. And right? the one in the wheelchair, and then you have the shorter Barbie and the... I don't know, like, they have different body shapes and they have different looks to them so that you can find one that you better identify with. Right. Like, that's cool. That's really interesting. And I honestly think that they could have an identity line where, like, even if, like, a pride flag was introduced, like... Yeah. Like... They could have a butch. They could have a femme. they, They can have a masculine presenting person... Wearing a dress, like all of these different things that that they could do. (laughs) Yes, a JVN and a Sam Smith doll, and everything will be okay. Yes, except that would make the world right. (laughs) Except the world would burn around us. I just don't think that you can make a singular doll and be like, "This is the end all, be all." Representative of this entire thing, right? When it is literally the most open-ended, most broad definition of an identity. <laughs> right. Which, I was like, just like mm, that's questionable. I was mostly joking about it, but in all seriousness, um, I, I genuinely feel like a gender-neutral doll is a step in the right direction. Yes. But let's... 
is mm, I hate to even criticize it because there are so many people that are excited about it. Right. Um I just want more attention on legal issues like let me go to the bathroom in peace and right. I get that the the companies that are making the gender neutral dolls like they're that's not in the same realm of existence. Sure. But, but they like, could be working towards stuff yes. like that too. Like they could be fighting with us. Like like on one hand, I totally want to share the excitement. And like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is really fucking cool. I really like this." But like the more that I read through the article and the more that I saw about it, like the more that I do like totally agree with you. Like yeah. I I think that it is a really good step to getting us in a right place. Mm-hmm. Was it done properly? No. But this is just the first try. Right. Like, you... you Somebody has to throw the ball into the darkness to, to light it up for everybody else. Right. I mean, I guess the first step is always visibility, and that's always good. Sure. And I'm not, I'm not condemning the doll yeah, in no. any way. I, my thing was, one, I was joking... About, like, oh, there's a gender-neutral doll. Everything else is fine. Yes. But, two, on a serious note of there being a gender-neutral doll, <laughs> there could be a lot of other things that we could also be working with yes. alongside with the alongside of the doll and the visibility and the all that stuff. There are things that we could be doing that are tangible differences in people's legal livelihoods. Right. And livelihoods in general, like, let's stop killing trans women. Yes. You have the PR for putting this doll out. Why don't you use that to make a campaign to put out, you know, information about this is what's happening. Kind of like what Taylor Swift did with her video. Like, hey, I made this really cool video. We involve people from the community. Now I want to let you know, we need you to be involved with this Equality Act. Right. Or I know that it, or I know that it's really hard to, um, for these rich people to do things like this, but hey, let's do- donate a small proceed, like a small portion of our earnings from each doll to this yep. good cause. A, a charity group of some sort. I mean, they're taking this doll thing in so many directions. Did you know that they're putting out a Day of the Dead doll? I don't know how to feel about it. Alright. I want to be excited because it's pretty. Yeah. And I really like Day of the Dead. It's my holiday. But also, it's an American corporation taking advantage of my culture. Yeah. To, to make money. That's what all American corporations, <laughs> corporations. do to everyone. <laughs> they exploit everyone's culture. All, all of Latino Twitter is just like... Is it like a shout-out? Is it like... a appropriation or is it a celebration like which is it right like no one can decide some people are really for it and some people are not here for it it's really difficult to like (laughs) i don't know make up your mind about it that's how all these things are yeah it's really cool that their number one selling doll is a little girl in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. that's cool are we talking about accessibility for people in wheelchairs? And or how- lack thereof. Yeah. Yeah. How they can't go to a grocery store and reach half of the things in a grocery store? Mm-hmm. It's a thing. We're not talking about it, but it's their bestseller. Right. I don't know. Yeah. 
So, kind of to piggyback on your article, I have one that is relatively similar. It's not exactly the same, but it, it deals with the legal matters that is this fuckery. So, Laverne Cox, who is... Hero. An amazing human being. Love her. Um, she went to the Emmys looking like a fucking goddess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but her plus one was an ACLU lawyer. <laughs> which, talk about a fucking power move. Right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> she is the queen. Yeah, and, like, she she had this, like, what is it called? Like a clutch. A clutch. That is, like, fucking neon rainbow, mm-hmm. and it says on it, October 8th, Title Seven Supreme Court. Yeah. Which is enough for anybody who sees it to be like, oh, I'm gonna go Google that shit. On the one side, though. Oh, I didn't see the other side. The other side was a trans flag, and it said trans is beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I did not see the other side. Um... So basically, she's she's using her platform. <laughs> news to the doll people, using her platform <laughs> to. They're never gonna listen to this, so I can throw as much shade as I want to. <laughs> she's using her platform to be an amazing advocate, and so she got this ACLU lawyer to be there to help articulate things and to show cause show show a reason to be concerned about this and so the the title nine is title seven mm-hmm. title seven thing is about the intricacies of what is discrimination okay on the basis of sex no all of title seven is what is the means for discrimination and one of the subcategories of title seven that, sh- that is specifically going to the Supreme Court is whether trans rights and trans issues fall under the basis of sex. Okay. Technically, like I read through it, technically it doesn't. Um, I, I took How? A, so I took a screenshot of... The wording just doesn't like... So I took a screenshot and it says... Uh, the term on the basis of sex uh, is included but not limited to pregnancy, childbirth, or related medical issues. Women affected by pregnancy, childbirth, or re- related medical conditions, she should be treated, shall be treated the same for all employment-related purposes, including receiving of benefits, yada yada. Basically, it's just child bearing people like it's it's not it's not oh regardless of what your gender is you can't fucking exclude someone it's you can't exclude women because of pregnancy okay. or because they're women like it, it very clearly says women right. it doesn't say gender it doesn't say regardless of sex mm-hmm. it's just like and so it my biggest thing is why does it matter? Why are why are why do we have to have it actually say, oh, you can't fucking shit on trans people or gay people? Why can't people just realize that it it's just decent 
Well, because law is all about the specificity of the wording and what that means and interpreting it based on the, the wording. But why are employers using this as a loophole to fire fucking trans people or gay people? Why can't they just realize, like, if you're good at your job, keep your fucking job. If you're bad at your job, give them a warning, then fucking fire them. But don't fire them because they're gay. I or because they're trans. Agree with you. I don't understand why it has to be spelled out. Why can't we just be decent? Because that's not how this works. Because transphobia is a real thing. I don't understand. I don't understand. Because the world doesn't work like you want it to. So here's the thing. In in my limited opinion, um, I believe that people hate what they don't understand i believe people hate what they can't see for themselves or don't experience for themselves because if they don't experience it and they don't go through with it or don't don't deal with any of these issues then it's not a real thing um or then it's not uh valid in other people's eyes and so people fester on these things and they let it simmer and they and they end up hating people like us because they don't understand us and because they never will understand us they'll never be able to feel what we feel or see what we see or um you know and 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 a lot of people's opinions we're doing it for attention we're doing it because our life is too boring or too this or too that or whatever it's not a real thing to them and so to them they think we're fucking freaks because we're making some shit up. We're making up a gender disease, quote unquote. These are things that my dad said to me when I told him I was trans. So I understand that people actually see it this way. Um, this was the first and only conversation that him and I had about being trans. These are the things that he said to me. And it's been almost a year. And I have done a lot of research and I've talked to a lot of people and I've really like delved, like I've really dived into this whole, why do people feel this way thing? And it's genuinely because ultimately it boils down to, they don't understand. They don't experience it. And they feel like because we are millennials that we are just making shit up. Because this wasn't a thing when they were younger. Except it, in their minds. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Trans people have existed since the beginning of time. And have been revered in some cultures. And so, like, like I just, I... I don't understand why we fear this unknown concept. Like, why am I any different, any different than... Bob or Joe or Susan because or... you made up a gender disease and you have penis envy I do have penis envy you're absolutely <laughs> right but that's what they think that's what that's the ba their mind goes straight to genitalia oh she's trans because she wants a vagina because she's a pussy I'm sorry for saying that word I hate that word but that's there. That's the mindset. That's that's what it is. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. I agree with you, but that's and that's not anything that we can change. 
Except, like, and, and you know what sucks the most, I think, is that we are trying to do this to reach people. Sure. And the people who are listening to this part right here, it's preaching to the choir. These are the people that we don't need to talk to. <laughs> yeah. At, at least about this specific thing. Like, well, like but, thank you for listening, but, like... As my, and I do agree with that. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Because the people who are going to... Uh, spend this much time and effort on our podcast are the people who have either felt what we feel or seen what we feel or know somebody who does. Because, like, your dad is not going to come and listen to this podcast and realize the error of his ways. No. And but, become a decent human being. Well, we can no. <laughs> but at the same time, if we get enough people who can hear what we're talking about and try to understand what we're going through or what other people are going through because you know we go through difficult things like more difficult things than cis people do but we still have it better than a lot of people do absolutely and so if we can just get someone to listen and then that person shows someone who needs to hear this that's what starts it and that's it's a snowball effect I hope so because the way that this shit is going, like... Not our podcast, like, the world. Yes, yes, the world. <laughs> the way that the world shit is going. I know, it's frustrating. And I want to move to it's Mars. Ve- <laughs> it's very, well, you can, it's very soon. 2025. Um, it's very disheartening. Hold on, no, I don't want to go with other humans. I'll, I'll move to Venus. And Somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's better than... <laughs> Um, Maybe not. (laughs) No, I don't know. I haven't been dead, so I couldn't tell you. (laughs) Um, But but ultimately, like, um, for me, it's really disheartening just on a daily basis. Like, if I don't have my beard, I get called ma'am. I got called ma'am twice today. And so, like... I'm so sorry. It's just like, I don't even... Like, what about me looks like a ma'am? My face shape has changed. My... Titties are inside my lungs. I mean, I don't have my dicks, like, whipped out on the counter. But I, I just, I don't understand. But I, ultimately, like, if I, in my mind, if I can make one person understand what this is all about, then it's worth it to me. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's really interesting because I work with some really great people. I work with some really not great people, but I work with some really great people. And they'll be, like, they're very quick to like, use my correct pronouns. Sure. And and all of that. And then there, there are some people who are like, bye ladies! And I just like, I know what type of person they are, so I can't say anything, or I shouldn't say anything. Yeah. Because it'll just start an argument, and I don't want to deal with it. But, like, I just want to be like, what What about me? Yeah, same. <laughs> like, how, how did 2 plus 4 equal 7? I don't understand. Well, yeah, math. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I feel your pain, bro. Like, it's so frustrating. This one guy called me ma'am today, and I said, don't call me ma'am. And he was like, it's just a respect thing. And I said, it's not respectful if it's the wrong gender. And he was like, oh, my bad. 
I'm so sorry. And then he was very apologetic about it. And I'm like, are you apologizing because being a woman is less lesser in your eyes? Or are you apologizing because you understand that you were in the wrong? Or are you apologizing Those are two very because, different things. Or are you apologizing because you realize that you were trying to do something shitty and you got called fucking out? Right. Or he's just embarrassed in general. Right. But the, I well, mean, the two main would things go with, would be... Embarrassed would go with the apologetic. Right. But if he was trying to be shitty, thinking, oh, he's not going to say anything about it, and I get to just slide this little transphobia in there. Yeah. Which, and I wear my trans bracelet, and I have a fucking trans tattoo. So, I mean, you know, it's not like I don't make it known. Uh, which is my choice, and that's fine. And I will deal with the repercussions of that. But ultimately, like, what do you gain... What what my question to the people who are so much against us that they want us dead is like what do you gain from that? Absolutely where, nothing. Where do you get happiness from me being murdered because you don't like me? Because There's... you don't like what I stand for or you don't like what I'm doing to my own body. Where does this benefit your life it doesn't like that's the most mind-blowing part yeah and like this whole oh like i i don't want to have to explain to my kids bull fucking shit you know what's crazy so let me tell you this story really quickly about that just just to prove all of those dumb fucks wrong so i work in a place where we have a lot of regular guests and they come in and they call them they dead name me one day and i finally was like that's not my name my name is Brandon. Um, I am trans, and my pronouns are he, him. And I didn't give them an option. And they have, like, 17,000 kids, and they all know who I am. Sounds pretty accurate. And they all are um, they all are comfortable with me, like, as a person. Because I just, I mess with them. Like, I'll go back and, like, I'll, like, mess with their hair, or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm very friendly with them. Right. Um, not in, like, a... Creepy way. Creepy. Yeah. Like, but they're cool. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know, whatever. And so, You're like, friendly. She, You're doing your job. Yeah. And so the mom, like, trusts the kids to come in and get refills or whatever. And she doesn't have to necessarily be right there. Because she knows I'm going to make sure they're fine. Mm-hmm. Like, they've met Bentley. Bentley's met them. Like, it's a, it's a thing. It's fine. Right. And so, anyway, um, when I told them about that, one of their, their oldest son accidentally called me ma'am the other day. And the mom looked at him and said... He doesn't use ma'am. He uses sir. So you can say yes, sir, to him. And the the the, the kid literally was like, oh, okay, didn't he used to be a ma'am? And the mom was like, yes, but he's not anymore. And that was the end of the discussion. Absolutely it is. And the kid was like, okay, here, sir, can I please have a refill? And that was it. That's, that's it. it. That's it, all it, it is. Absolutely. Because kids don't give a fuck. Right. My, they really don't. And my seven-year-old is very much about that, too. And he, like, it's just... It's it's not as difficult as it sounds. If you have a childlike mindset, which, by the way, if you are a Christian and you read the Bible, Jesus himself tells us to have a childlike mindset. And so if you have a childlike mindset and you explain something to a child, they're going to be like, Okie dokie then, and then go on about their fucking business. They, that's and, and that's literally what it is. Yeah. Like, 
and and kids just have this amazing way about them and I wish that it stayed into like further into life because it's just so amazing yeah where they just take things in stride yeah and like they can put the general two and two together of oh but you have long hair and and, and I'm just using yeah. long hair as an example you have long hair so you're a girl no boys can have long hair too as soon as I get a full beard I'm growing my hair out Bet. I'm going to have a man bun. Oh, I kind of want a man bun. But <laughs> These are my goals. These are the real goals in life. But, like, they're just like, oh, but but I thought only girls had long hair. Oh, well, both, anybody can have long hair. Yeah. Okay. And then it can go a little bit further of, oh, this is a boy who's wearing a skirt. Like, and I can clearly tell that it's a boy because he has a beard. Yeah. And then... Whoever can be like, anybody can wear a skirt. If a boy is wearing a skirt, it's a boy's skirt. If a girl's wearing a skirt, it's a girl's skirt. I don't... If a non-binary person's wearing a skirt, it's a it's skirt. It's a skirt. <laughs> like, like, why are we gendering clothing, first of all? But that's besides the point. That's not the point I'm trying to prove right now. Because <laughs> you have to show your titties. Duh. Obviously. Or, or you can thereof. only wear color block shirts with gray and orange and green. Those are the those are the boy colors. Unless it's pink and it says real men wear pink. Yes. <laughs> Only time that's acceptable. Black is another viable option. <laughs> for... uh, just wear black everything. Yes. That's what I do anyway. Like our souls. Yes. I just want people to like educate themselves and just like in certain cultures like men don't cut their hair. And in certain cultures, men have been wearing skirts and dresses for centuries. They just don't call them dresses. They're tunics. Someone I consider... Jesus wore a dress. Right. (laughs) Someone I consider a a relatively close friend is uh, Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me today that, like, Americans are really fucking weird with their culture. She's like... What culture? Exactly. (laughs) But she was like... She was... She was literally like, I love America and I'm so glad to be here. But y'all's... Like, the pressure that you put on your gender stereotypes is out of this world. And I'm like, that's coming from someone who's Vietnamese. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Which is like a known culture for like, men are men and women are... You know, whatever. And so, like, I just... Right, just but, like, but the gender roles are just literally, like, the men work. Yeah. And the women stay at home and take care of the kids. And those are the gender roles. Right. That's it. Yeah. There's no there's no other, like, subcategories of, and then the men wear their hair like this, and the women have to behave in such as... Like, no. Right. That's how America is like. Yeah. That's what she was saying. It's crazy. I just don't I don't understand how the world is working. I wish I could create a new world. I wish I could be Minecraft it. I I absolutely wish I could Minecraft it, but like throw humans in and be like, listen motherfuckers. Here's how it's actually gonna work. Shut the fuck up. And like because obviously it's not happening correctly right now. Alright. And men are in charge, so obviously it has to go to the women. Well, yeah. Women are truly the superior race anyway. Yes. 
I just want to wrap my head around microaggressions. I hope we understand that we keep saying superior race (laughs) (laughs) as a joke (laughs) because we know that women are not a race. (laughs) (laughs) But if this was a race, they'd won. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) No, everybody in this room, though, just loves women. The cat included. That's fair. We love women so much that we want them to be a separate race so we can worship them. Is that going a little far? Or is that just far enough? Yeah, it depends on who you are. We are goddesses. <laughs> yes. Queens. I don't know. We Lately I've been number. about guys. I've been going through a guy phase. <laughs> That's weird. Phase. It's not going to last long. <laughs> I'm going to meet a guy and be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to meet a guy, pants go down, and you're like, <laughs> no. 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 That should be on me, not in me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to like triple cross my legs. If I could tie him in a knot, I would. <laughs> You're just going to be like, the penis envy is real, but I want it in me. I'm so happy for you, but... (laughs) It's like, looks at non-existent watch. Oh, look at the time. I forgot I have a meeting. It's one o'clock in the morning. I know, in different time zones. You know how... Jimmy Neutron, this bitch got a blast. (laughs) Freckle past the freckle. (laughs) Anyway... What's our topic of the week, Brandon? Oh my god. <laughs> Are you going to skip the green one? Yes, we're skipping the green one. What's our topic of the week, Brandon? Uh, <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> was it? Oh, pronouns. Names and pronouns. Names and pronouns. Yep. How'd you pick your name and pronouns? <laughs> uh, so, what actually happened was, um, I was dating a girl at the time. Shocking, I know. Um, but I was dating a girl at the time. You dating? <laughs> we dated for six months, y'all. Yeah, and you haven't seen anything since, so... That's not true. <laughs> I dated another girl for four months. Was it really four months? Yeah. Isn't wow, she really took you for a trip. Yeah, she did. Anyway. Ouch. It's true, though. Too soon? No. Oh, okay. Well, it hasn't been 24 years. Um, so... <laughs> Is that the next time you're going to actively date? <laughs> no, that's how long something is before it's too soon. You can't joke about it for 24 years. Anyway. Okay. just You're going to have to explain that to me later. Anyway. American rules, I understand, from a different country. <laughs> um, so, my pronouns, um, I was dating a girl and I was like, hey, I think I might be trans. I'm not really sure. I don't feel like a woman. Um, but I don't know if I feel like a man. And so... That's how I feel now. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) You're the most non-binary dude I've ever met. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, so, so then she was like, well, do you want me to call you he? Do you want to, like, play around with... And she was super supportive. She was amazing. That's awesome. Um, and then I also told my best friend... And shocker. So he started calling me sir just to see how I felt. He didn't ask. We didn't really like, we didn't really discuss like what I wanted to be called because I didn't know. Right. And so he just called, started calling me sir. And I'm telling you, the first time he called me sir, I was like, 
I don't know if I'm turned on. <laughs> I don't know if this was sexual or if this was like oh that resonated yeah probably a little bit of both <laughs> poor canolos dos um, but anyway so then as soon as he, he called me sir and I remember calling my ex-girlfriend and being like he just called me sir and I think I liked it and I don't know in what way but <laughs> It definitely hit a nerve in a good way somewhere right. in my body, either in my mind or in my genitals. I don't know yet. And so, and so she was oh, super that's the name right there, super supportive. What in my mind or in my genitals? <laughs> that's the name. And, and so she was super supportive, and um, and then from then on, it was just like she just with the two of us because I wasn't out. Um, she started calling me he and started using male pronouns and then so did my best friend and then I started telling other people and then immediately they were like, oh yeah, this makes sense. You're a fucking dude. Right. You've always been a dude. Like we were just waiting for we you to tell us. We just didn't know. <laughs> right. Well, and then Joey was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> of course so, he was. <laughs> um... He Which was is... like, I've always known, like, I've I've seen you become more and more butch, um, but I've I've known that you were a dude for a while, so that's cool. Thanks for telling me. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you came to terms so with it, yeah. but I've been to terms <laughs> with it for a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's, that's how that went. And so the name choice was, um, it was a little bit more involved because, backstory, um... I've known my best friend for seven years now, and we would we went to church together, and it was a whole big thing. Um, and we'd have girls' nights and guys' nights, and I hated girls' nights. They literally—I am not exaggerating—they would have tea and those hard biscuit things at a. They would go to a place that served these things. And they would dress up and dress it like, oh no! I never went, <laughs> never. There was not a single time that I that I went to that. And then they started going, um, having girls' nights at like other places, or at somebody's house or whatever. And I went one time to one of those, and, and I was you... miserable the entire time. And it the wasn't that. No, no, no. Well, it was within my church group, so okay. it was just uh, it was like a twenties group, like um, a youth group type thing. Yeah, but, but for, for people in adults. their 20s. And so, um, and we were a really close-knit group of people, which is really weird to look back on now, but, um, <laughs> and so I, I didn't ever go, and there were a couple of times that I, like, accidentally ended up at Guy's Night. Like, one time I was hanging out with one of the wives, and then Guy's Night was, like, that night, and we didn't know, and they all showed up, and we were like, hey, <laughs> dudes. You want to just, like, sit together? Yeah. And they, they like, they made a whole bunch of meat shit. They made up a bunch of, like, foods that weren't even a thing. Um, it was one of the best nights I'd ever had it with them. sounds awesome. It was fantastic. And then, so they started calling me Randy as a joke because they were like, okay, well, if you're going to be a guy's night, you have to have a guy's name. So they were calling me Randy. And uh, so that kind of stuck. And then when I came out as trans, 
both of my friends from that group that I still talk to were like, please, God, tell me you're going to name yourself Randy. <laughs> like, of course they did. I want to so bad, but that sounds like a white, middle-aged, balding man. But yeah. Who, With like, like a super gross yes, beer belly. Exactly. Oh, no. But who likes a red convertible from his midlife crisis. And who like <laughs> does electric work on the side for without a license. Yeah. And so <laughs> So I was like, honestly no, I'm not I'm not gonna. Um and he so He also has a creeper man. <laughs> right. And then I just went with Brandon because people are dumb and it was the easiest thing for people to comprehend. Right. At the time. So now I kind of look back and wish I would have changed it to something completely insane. We uh, still fun go fact. With Declan. I I'm love, here for I it. I love the name Declan. Fun fact. It doesn't matter how far you are along in your transition. You can change your name. I can, but like, that's a lot of work. Why? I don't know if I'm ready for... I'm Why gonna, is it a lot of work? Because I'm still getting dead named. Let so, alone people calling me Brandon. We're going to call you Declan from now on. Maybe it's because it's too close, you know? Well, maybe. But either way, I don't know. I'm not changing it. Maybe it'll be my middle name, because I'm definitely changing my middle name. Oh, same. My middle name is awful. Same. It's the... I'm not telling you. It's the... mm -mm. Uh, When we're not on the air, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. It's the name (laughs) of a 90-year-old woman, and I say that because my grandma is 90 and that is her name oh fun so well i my middle name is named after my aunt who i hate with a burning passion so good good anyway you're not gonna gertrude i wish i always said that if i had twin like twin girls i was gonna name them gertrude and guinevere Oh my god, that would have been awesome. I like Guinevere. Right? I don't know about the Gertrude. I think I think whatever poor child was named Gertrude will end up stabbing you when you're asleep when she's older. And another reason I'm not having a female assigned at birth. Well, don't so. name her fucking Gertrude and you won't have that problem. No. I apologize to anybody whose name is Gertrude. And we also apologize for you because your parents hated you. <laughs> Same. Okay, we had a conversation the other day, and I was like, I had never met a female, like, his, her, his given name. <laughs> I was like... That was a journey. <laughs> that was a struggle right there. I was there. trying to decide if I wanted to say it. Right, no. No, thank you. And I, and I was like, I've never met a female one, so I like... Female one. <laughs> Never met a female before. <laughs> I sound like this exclusive Pokemon. <laughs> but every time, until literally last night, Damien insisted, no, it's gender neutral. Of course it's a girl's name. And I was like, no, well, I mean, honey, technically, really not. Technically it is a gender neutral name because I've met a few. I've met a couple. Never in my life until we met. I was huh. like... Like, I've known, like, six or seven. Joey's cousin. Really? Yeah. Nice. Joey has a cousin. Like, I've taught, like, Bible schools and swim lessons and shit and always have. It's, like, a really normal name. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they're all little boys. I don't... It's a a guy name. (laughs) Never met a female. (laughs) Maybe my parents secretly knew. (laughs) They did. (laughs) Yeah. I doubt it, but... (laughs) Deep in their subconscious. <laughs> so, 
so my my coming out is a journey. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know this. That's why it's a tattoo now. <laughs> yeah, so I take after my parents in in the fact that I like to sit on a boat drinking a beer on denial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so I did not know this about you. <laughs> so I cannot when support the system, <laughs> if I may add. <laughs> so when I, I, I grew up very much under my parent, my specifically my mom's protective like coat. Mm-hmm. She would just usher me around, and I was quite content. Um, but once I got into high school and started questioning my sexuality. I, I started realizing that I was in this nice, pretty little cage that I hated. So when I moved out of my parents' house to go to college, I moved in with my grandparents um, because they were in the same town as the college I went to and I didn't want to live in the dorms because I don't hate myself. Um, That's fair. They were actually really nice. And, and, my, and I love my grandparents. They are that side of my grandparents, they're very nice mm-hmm. and and are pretty chill, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I remember on the first the first year that I was there, before I started talking to anybody, uh, my grandmother just in passing said, you know, I really think that you're gay sometimes, but we're just not going to talk about it. And that was that. <laughs> and I was like, all right. okay. It's like that. Tip of the hat. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> so, all right, you're gay. Acknowledged. Bye. <laughs> good. Good. Um, so when I moved out to college, I decided to go like extreme queer mode. The first two years of college, I solidly only wore like plaid button ups, buttoned all the way up with a bow tie mm-hmm. and snapbacks mm-hmm. because I'm gay (laughs) yeah and i would wear my jeans and my like skater shoes and and i was a queer in college in a most like in a predominantly black college i really stuck out as a really white gay person this is going really well for you so far (laughs) (laughs) thanks and so as as i was exploring like my express my outward expression i just kind of didn't acknowledge anything else <laughs> um like i said denial in the most damien way possible <laughs> right yeah. so so the first the first time i really started noticing anything is um when i would go out um i i remember going to a lot of musicals with my grandparents uh because they had season tickets to wherever, and, and so they got me one, and we would go. It was a lot of fun, but when I would go, I would dress up very nice, because it's a play, uh, but very masculinely. I wasn't about to put on a dress, oh. for crying out loud. Um, and so I remember going... I remember distinctly the first time that it happened. I was walking in, and... He and the the greeter there was like said something along the lines of, "What a nice gentleman taking his grandma to to the play, going with 
Like, and and I was like, thank you. And he's like, you're sure welcome, sir. And, like, and, and the crazy thing is, and my grandma didn't think anything of it. Which was just like, okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> She knew before anybody else. She had acknowledged yes. the gay, okay, and <laughs> yes. the transness. We had moved on at this point. And so, I, probably in her mind, gay and trans are like relatively the same thing. So. <laughs> and so, especially a butch lesbian. Yeah. So that was the first experience of gender euphoria. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I have always hid my body behind gross, baggy sweatshirts. Um, she knows the one I'm talking about. I burned it. <laughs> she didn't burn it. Away. <laughs> um, and I always hid my hair. Um, and as soon as I could cut it off, I did. Like, so I, I did these little things to slowly, like, move in the right direction. And so after I met, was it after or kind of during? After. We were already engaged. So after I had met Akitsali... I decided to, to try non-binary mm-hmm. and just use gender-neutral pronouns, and and I'm fine with gender-neutral pronouns. Like I can roll with those. Like they they don't make me feel one way or another. Um, I'd much rather those than feminine. Absolutely, and and I would as well. Like <clears throat> like they them pronouns are totally fine with me. Like I'll rock they them pronouns. I will kill you for female pronouns. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so I tried they, them pronouns for a while. Not not too long. Not a full year. Just a couple months. A couple months. Probably six months. Um, and I got my first binder. But I distinctly ordered the binder just because I want to try it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. That was my face that I made. <laughs> yeah. He was like, look, um, this is what I got. And, like, I I swear, I'm just, like, I want to try it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, just want to give it a shot. That's why you dropped 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Just for a shot. And so, <laughs> um, I, I started kind of exploring my own gender and doing some research. And that's when Akitsali was catching on of, okay, like, he's really considering this because... I would constantly be sending her, oh, look at this trans person, look at this trans person, look at this trans person, like... Yep, the surgeries. The surgeries. I sent people the surgeries, and they were like, why the fuck are you sending me surgeries? That's what I'm like, this is really cool. Like, look how cool this is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Not cool. I remember even before coming out as trans, Zali and I sat down, uh, we were picking somebody up from an airport, and we sat down, and I was just like, well, so... What what do you think a boy name would be for me? Like it was just it was not. We were. Yeah, it wasn't like oh I'm trans and I want a boy name. It was just if if we're playing around, what would my boy name be? And so we tried a couple of different names. If you um, thought you were fooling anybody, like I was like I fooled me. That's, that's really all that matters. That <laughs> that's you, enough. That you fooled yourself. Man. I was like, so we're picking your name. Yeah. That you're wanting to transition into. Cool. Um, yeah. We tried. <laughs> we're gonna use the word transition until you get it. <laughs> I think we tried Andrew. Andrew was a solid one. We had a couple names. We had a couple that were pretty solid. 
Um, I really wanted Damon. Yeah, and then we settled. And then I kind of settled on Damien, and she's like, "Well, why why not just Damon? Like, like Damon's a cool name." And I was like, "I don't." Nope. So I kind of popped that bubble. Um, and then probably four months after that, we were just chilling out. And and I think that I said something to spur the conversation on. And I could tell you, it was like, yeah, you know you're a boy, right? Like, <laughs> like we're going to stop beating around this bush now. Yeah. Because this is annoying. <laughs> For me, it was like everyone in my life joked about me being a dude. And it was a joke as in like... We know you're a dude. It's fine. Right. Because I am, like, so naturally just, like, on the masculine scale. Yeah. That even as presenting as a female, I was just like, yeah, I'm such a dude. Yeah. Like, I would, like, I would have conversations with guys and I'd be able to speak their language better and, you know, this, that, and the other. And so, like, everyone in my life was like, Yeah. Your dude. And growing up, which is hilarious to think about now, because now my parents blame themselves, I, I think, um, for my transness. But even growing up, my dad was like, you're the son I never had. And, like, he would joke about stuff like that with me. Because I would help him build things, and I'd help him work on the, you know, whatever needed to be worked on. And, um, like, I can use tools, and I can be a functional human in a home that we owned or whatever. And I'd help my dad build all the furniture, and I'd help him put together things in the garage. And, like, we'd always be covered in wood grease and, and grease and dirt and yeah. shit. I'd help him with the yard and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, just, like, I never was offended by being called a dude because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just a really... I, I came into this, like, I'm a really masculine female. But then it got to a point where I was like, I don't even like being called a female. I don't yeah. like that at all. Well, like, and the more that I, I started experiencing euphoria and, and realizing, like, like, putting two and two together slowly in my head because I didn't want to realize it, like, the more dysphoria I I was recognizing was already happening. Right. Like, I don't It didn't just that, appear. It was no, just that you recognized like, what it was. I don't think that dysphoria ever just happens. Right. You, you've always experienced dysphoria. It's just, you didn't have a word for it. It's it's really interesting now, like I was saying earlier to you, like, you can always change. You can always grow. You can always discover more about yourself. Right. And I think that that's kind of what I have been kind of going through, of just not even changing, but just recognizing that I don't have to fit this cis male mold mm -hmm. because I'm not. No. And also, that's a really gross mold. Yeah, it's well, a bad mold. Well, and and I think that what what my what I was trying to do by fitting into this mold was trying to erase the fact that I'm quote like like I'm I'm soft. Sure. I'm I'm not. I wasn't like you growing up. I wasn't covered in crime. I was sitting in my room reading my hundreds of books, mm -hmm. and I don't like to be dirty, and I don't like I I can build enough to put a table together, but if you ask me to rewire something, I'm going to be a little lost. Like, but I'm way more comfortable in the masculine than I ever was in the feminine. Right. And, like, if we're looking at this spectrum, I'm definitely in the middle, but on the masculine side of middle. Right. Um, and that's kind of what I've come to realize now of, like, it, 
no no two stories are the same. I don't have to like oh I started T and now I'm a dude bro <laughs> like, like punching holes in walls. <laughs> I mean, like I, was about to, I was about to oh, punch yeah. holes in walls because I was at 900. <laughs> right. Like, holes in walls for different reasons. <laughs> but, like, effectively, I'm soft. Sure. Like, I'm definitely more of, like like you said earlier, I'm the most non-binary dude you've ever met. Right. Because, like, I'm a dude, but I'm, like... But you're not a stereotypical yes, dude. I'm not. I'm much more of a stereotypical dude than you are. Absolutely. I, I don't... I mean, it's not, like, good or bad or one way or the other... But I definitely fit more into that dude box yes. than you do, for sure. Which is okay. Like and it's super... In- no, it's just interesting to me. Yeah. I re- and, and this is kind of why I liked studying this in the first place that I kind of lost for a little bit, is just this experience of, of everyone is different. You're never going to have two people experience things the same or feel things the same way. Yeah. And, like, we can both say, oh, we're trans guys... And it means totally different things to us. Of where it's roughly the same definition, but we present differently. Same experience. Or different experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I For think sure. that's cool. Agreed. I think something else that was really important um, with Damien like, coming around was um, we were actually really privileged, surprisingly in a small town, to meet um, Sam and Wyatt. Yes. And seeing, hearing their story just kind of like shocked us into like action yes i think we didn't want to go through what they went through like keeping all of that in and letting it build into something that would be damaging to both damien to me and to our relationship Mm -hmm. was not something we wanted to go through because we saw the effects of of what they had to experience and we were like oh no. <laughs> well, and it was also really interesting to meet Sam and Wyatt and talk to them and kind of see things through their eyes. And and I will definitely try to link them, their media and everything, because they're wonderful humans. And Sam is doing amazing things in Washington, D.C., trying to advocate. Um, but I have an entire Google Docs of that we opened together that is just questions back and forth that's like five pages long and it's so interesting to hear like like as my baby trans self it was so interesting to hear Wyatt's story and then to hear Sam say I can't believe how much you remind me of Wyatt when we met and I think that that's really what kind of spurred me into realizing, oh, like, this could possibly be like I, like, I could be like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, hearing the similarities now of of our thought process and our, um, our, the way that we handled dysphoria and stuff like that, it's, it's shockingly similar. And, and I think that that... That was definitely a big part that I kind of forgot about until you mentioned it. Well, and hearing the description of his personality, the way he used to behave and interact with the world pre-transition, and then experiencing him, like, fully transition, like, beard and um, surgery and everything, like, post every all of that, and seeing his personality change and... Every, like seeing him on the other side of it and seeing 
how different he was, I was like, oh, okay. So, so like this, I, I like, I'm living the like pre and like I'm seeing the like potential post. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. That's really cool. Right. And if that's what needs to happen for, for like confidence and like self esteem and like all the things, like, that's amazing. Right. That's really incredible. And, and then like once like Sam met Damien and she was like, oh, they're like the same person. It's a little scary. I was like, oh, it's a thing. <laughs> that's funny. This was before we had the conversation. And I was just like, great. <laughs> We're going to go. It's going to be a whole thing. Okay. So, yeah. That was, yeah. Sam and Wyatt were huge. Yeah. Right in the beginning. They're just amazing people. Um, but I think that if, if you are questioning and you are trying to change pronouns or your name, like, like take it at your own pace, but also don't be afraid. Yeah. Um. And I, I definitely, like, like find one person, your significant other, your best friend, have them just use the pronouns, just between you two. Yep. Um, like, I used they, them as a stepping stool to he, him. But Some people don't, though. Some people but, and, and, land on they, them. Right. And But, like, now I'm kind of realizing that it's less of a stepping stool and kind of more of the same rung of a ladder. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just didn't realize it. Right. And, and realize that you don't have to make that decision first try. Like, it, it can be a conversation. It can be a growth. Yep. Don't, don't just say, oh, well, I chose the name Brandon and now I'm stuck with it. I know that I am not stuck with it. <laughs> but... Not pointing that at you or anything, but you can also change your middle name and then go by your middle name. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking about. Genuinely considering, um, and so like, like if now I wanted to say, hey, like I want to try more they them pronouns. Like he him is okay, but if you could like use they them, like that would be okay. Mm-hmm. If I said, hey, I don't really like Damien, do Damon instead, like. That would be okay, even though I'm almost 10 months on T, and even though it's been a two and a half years since I've been out, like, like any of that would be okay. Like, you're not, you're not stuck. Like, don't, don't feel like you can't ask others to, to help you figure out who, who the most you is. Yeah. You know? And the people who don't want to help you with it can suck your metaphorical or physical penis or silicone or silicone <laughs> absolutely and then leave <laughs> but yeah i mean that's all i got you have any yikes moments for this last week and a half probably seems to happen on just like such a regular basis now <laughs> oh i have a solid one okay so um i attend a class for sign language and the way that that teacher teaches sign language is in silence. She just signs, okay. which is fine for me because I'm fluent in sign language. Right. So like I'm I'm cool. Um and I'm and I'm just there to help others. That being said, <laughs> uh, one of the the most 
defining things for me since I don't always bind at work is is my voice mm-hmm. to signify if I am a girl or a boy <laughs> and I can tell he is pointing two and two together so yeah. so there is this I want to say cute kid um, the first day he was cute because he was just like lost and now he's I don't know not kind of a li- he's kind of a little annoying, but sometimes it's like endearing. Um, <laughs> and so, and I don't even know what this kid's name is, but he comes and like he tries to ask me for help, but I'm not there to help him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, sorry, dude. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so like. And like he'll like he'll wave to me if he sees me around, not in that class, and and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm friendly with whoever I recognize. Sure. Um, however, one day, I think it was last week, <laughs> I was standing waiting for the class to begin, and I was talking with my students, and he happened to walk up, and he looked so confused. And he legit was like, wait, that's what your voice sounds like? That's so funny. (laughs) Like, legit, word for word. I was like, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then he goes, wait, so you're a boy? (laughs) Like, no lie. And I was like, yeah. And And then, like, he, like, he tried to be like really like nonchalant about it but kind of gave me like the up down mm-hmm. he's like but I thought you were but the... I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and he was so embarrassed and I was just like super chill about it it's like he's like you must get that a lot and I was like sometimes wow. <laughs> just... but the yeah. thing is, is, is he did... coffin. <laughs> <laughs> you must really get this a lot <laughs> He's like, he, and, and like, and even now, like, sometimes, even though it's been almost a week, he'll, like, catch my eye and, like, his eyes will get wide and he'll, like, look down where I know he's thinking about that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, like, dude, just let it go. Like, right. it's okay. Yeah. Because like, I don't have to sit in silence in classrooms very often, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what happened, what happened was he, he didn't start the class with everybody else. And on the first day, because I'm fluent, uh, the other teacher in the room used me as an example. And so, um, she went and she, like, introduced herself and, like, my name is this, can you sign your name? And then, like, where were you born? And so we would find it on the map because one of the things that our school does is they try to see how we're all connected, uh, connecting the whole world. And so, um, we say where we're from and, and yada, yada, yada. And so I just introduced myself as, like, like she signs her name as Miss, and so I signed Mr. Mm-hmm. And so it was just kind of a thing that all of the students kind of got, and, like, she had me write my name on the board, and so it was fine. And I, like, but he wasn't there for that. He started, like, a week late. <laughs> right. So he didn't get this introduction of, oh, this is your name. It was just, oh, there is this extra person body that doesn't have to do the assignments um, in the room. <laughs> Looks vaguely in our age range. 
And so <laughs> it was just this really funny. Can't tell a fourteen-year-old boy or grown man <laughs> or grown person of unknown gender, <laughs> right? So it was this really interesting situation where he was so embarrassed. And, like, I wanted to sympathize with him, but at the same time, I wanted him to kind of learn, like, hey, don't make assumptions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's really funny. But that's my yikes moment. I have a couple of new kids at work. And I'm always... I always try to be, like, overly friendly. New kids as in people who come or new kids as in they are working under your care and they're under my care okay and it's essentially babysitting so they're children yes well i I realize that you babysit that's why i needed to make the distinction yes they're part of the babysitting club um and this one kid is uh very feminine which like i don't I don't really, like, make fun of him or give him... I don't say anything about it. I'm just... I'm like, okay, he exists, and I want him to feel comfortable around me, and I want to feel comfortable around him, because we obviously belong in the same community. Yes. And, um... So I haven't asked, but my gaydar is just like... Ding, 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 ding. Like, the needle is, like, about to fall off the radar, so it's going off so much. And, um... The other day, we had a complaint, and he was like, Brandon, I need you up here, blah, 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 I need your help. And then I heard him to the, to the guest say, oh, she's right there. And so I just kept walking, because I knew he was talking, I'm the only manager there. <laughs> I was like, I'm the only person who can handle this situation. But I kept walking, because I was like, oh, he just called me she. I'm not going to acknowledge that. So I moved on. So I kept walking, and then I heard him go... Brandon, can you please come help me? And then um, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And then I heard him say, oh, um, he's he's coming. He'll be here in just a second. And so I took care of the guest. And the guest was... And I so I get this weird thing now where, like, people call me man. Like, M-A-N. <laughs> but they... But because I'm a dude, and so dudes talk to dudes differently than they talk to females, which I have noticed big time. And also, I have also, this is another thing I've noticed, is that um, if a man comes in, a cis-looking man, cis-passing man comes in, and he wants to speak to a manager, he wants to speak to the female manager, because he feels like he can walk all over them. Mm. But if I handle the situation... They will not talk to me the same way they talk to Janessa. Right. And it is very interesting to see. So this guy came up. He was like, blah, just this whole big thing. Being very loud, being very do Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Um, I'm sorry about that. You know, my employees are trained not to act that way or not to do that. They're trained to check the bag. I will go over everything with them. I apologize about that. And he was like, thank you so much, man, for listening um, I appreciate you. And he just kind of like backed off and he chilled out and it was fine. I gave him a refund. No big deal. Um, but after it was all said and done, uh, I went up to the employee and I was like, hey, so like, just so we're clear, my pronouns are he, him. And he was like, you heard that? I'm so sorry. I don't even know why I called you she. I don't know what came over me. And he just started having a full-blown panic attack. Oh. And I was like, oh my god, sweetheart. No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, take a breath. None it's of that. fine. I'm just informing you that I'm a dude. 
Okay, but also... And he was like, yeah, I saw your tattoo, and I saw your bracelet, and, like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, it's... I, like, I, blah, blah, blah. And he was so flustered, he couldn't even say words. And I was like, go take a lap and come back. You're fine. It, it's okay. Like, I don't want to say that's really funny, but... It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, I feel... You up someone's pronouns, so... And you know, and yeah. it's an accident. Yeah. The instant panic, though, it's yeah. just like... Well, and so, we were in a... you're like... All their feelings, and I, and all of the things. (laughs) Well, and and also, like, I may have just outed them on accident. (laughs) And so, um, the, and in the same, I was actually pretty sure it was the same day, um, my boss walked by me and he goes, Excuse me, miss. And I was the only one there. And I turned around and I was like, Miss? Who the fuck is a miss? And he was like, Mr. (laughs) Bennett. And then, like, he pulled me in the office later, and he was like, you know I didn't mean that. I'm so sorry. I'm, you know, and he just this laundry list of, like, bullshit. And I was like, bro, it's fine. Like, I was making fun of you. Like, it's okay. Um, but he, and, and so now when he sees me every now and then, he's like, hey, Mr. Brandon, how are you? I'm just like... Because oh, now you have to relive that moment. Yes, the the overcompensation is real, but I thought it was hilarious. Now well, it's a dad joke. Yes, for sure, because that is his mo. Dad is joke. it? Yes. So much so that they're wearing off on me, and I'm starting to say them, and I'm hate myself for it. Awesome. As long as and he's you like, "You're a dad." This is what happens when you get testosterone. When you start making alarm noises with your mouth. He does that. I've heard. I will end you. I can't, so we're good. It's so weird. It really is. Well, so my thing is, is like, like, I understand that people feel bad. Yeah. Please, please don't, like, like, just, just a tip from us to you. Please don't go overboard. Right. Because if I call you out on it and I'm serious, just apologize and move and on. Move or on. don't even apologize. Just be like, oh. Or be like, dude, I don't even know where that came from. Sorry. Yeah. And, like, just, just, like, the end. Like, don't make this huge deal because then it's just, it's a deal. Like, but for, yeah, but for the the kid, he, uh, I could tell he felt so bad. And also, he's just, like, really dramatic about everything he says and does. Yes. Like, even his motions are like, can I please get a pickle? And, like, I'm not making fun of his femininity. I'm just, I, like, I, his I body think he's motions. adorable. Well, well, but he you is guys can't very see, eccentric. You got, what you guys can't see is the how Brandon is moving here. Yeah. So. He's very eccentric <coughs> with, his, with his hand movements. Um, um, and so, of course, he was going to take that and kind of just, like, go off the deep end with it a little bit. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. Like, I just, I just wanted. But that was the second person in our two weeks, not including my boss. Um, the second person in two weeks where I was like, yeah, my pronouns are he, him. You right. Can, you can well, use those. <laughs> well, and, and you are really good about that. Like, I've gotten I, better. I, I, I gotten am better. not, not so much. I, I just let things slide where I probably shouldn't. Sometimes I still do. And I'm like, mm. well, like I, I don't like confrontation. I think is my big thing. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, buckle up, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> See, I'm not to that point. <laughs> It's a testosterone. <laughs> but, but remember... You just need a button that says, it's he, him, or we will have words. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna... So this is like name tag season. We have to wear name tags yes. right now. And so I'm just... I'm genuinely... If we had more name tags, um, I would put just Brandon on my name tag. I'll just I kind of want to put Brandon on my name tag and then put he, him, and then make everyone else put their pronouns. That would be great. 
Can I sacrifice mine so I can have way less conversations about my name? Yes. <laughs> but also, you still need a name tag. So you can put, like, I don't know, insert <laughs> white name here. I can only think of male white names right now. Well, I'm thinking of Deborah, and I don't think she wants to be Deborah. <laughs> Karen from finance. <laughs> but you have to put from, from finance. From finance. <laughs> All I could think of was Linda from the Brain Candy Podcast. It could be Linda too. <laughs> yes. So they Or, had, you know, Laura. They had someone on their podcast comment that they curse too much. So now every time that they curse on their podcast, they go, Sorry, Sorry Linda. Linda. <laughs> Even though she most definitely does not listen <laughs> anymore. So we definitely would only be saying sorry, Linda. Like a cuss word and then sorry, Linda. That's what, or, our, that's what our podcast would be. Or we can just do our whole podcast and then at the end just be like, Linda, I'm really sorry about this one. <laughs> we tried so hard and it didn't work. Actually, we didn't try that hard, but... The swear jar is full. So. Cuss words are embedded into my vocabulary. <laughs> They're there for accentuation only. It's so bad. I hate the people who are like, oh, people who use, people who cuss just need to ex- uh, broaden their vocabulary. horizons and, and increase their vocabulary. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I can curse at you as much as I want and have a plenty wide vocabulary. Yeah. So, go suck a cock. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Sidebar Nation. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> I also love the people that, because you're at work or whatever, you can't curse. And so you just don't talk as much so it doesn't slip out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they meet you outside That's of work a- and they're like, oh my god, I thought you... <laughs> you're like, yeah. sorry. That's <laughs> kind of how I used to be, but I've gotten really comfortable. And so now I'm just like, fucking fuck. Fuckers. Well, so like I was cl- like so example, I was um, fixing one of the timers on one of our machines today, and um, I was like, "There's like an end cap that you have to put on like a thing," and John was like, "Here, you're gonna need to hold this. It's called a fucker." <laughs> and I just started laughing, and then I lost the fucker. <laughs> so then I was like, um, "Well, I can't." I can't find it. And he was like, what are you looking for? And then at the same time, him and I both went, the fucker. And he started cracking up. And he was like, I cuss more now that I have spent time with you. And I'm like, yeah, I have that effect on people. I make a lot of people cuss a lot more. Like, just all all of the people I'm around. Well, so so we're getting a little bit more lax in our <laughs> workplace as well. So so if if there are no... Um, younglings around where we're sailors, mm-hmm. or if there are younglings that have headphones on, we're sailors. Yeah. Or if there are younglings who may or may not repeat what we say, we'll curse like sailors. <laughs> yep. Yep. So if they don't really talk, you just don't care. <laughs> exactly. So basically, you just cuss all the time. No. Most of the time. 60% of the time. Yes. <laughs> See, that is for me. Like, if I go in the back, I I know full well that everyone up front can hear me. Mm-hmm. First of all, my voice is loud, especially now. I can't whisper anymore. Second of all, th- our window is like a 
microphone. Like, it's like a megaphone. But it's one way. <laughs> if you speak out, everyone... Like, I can hear our kitchen, our sandwich person at the front door when she's talking. She's also super backwoods country hillbilly and doesn't have a volume button. And she just talks like this and, you know, whatever anyway. So, oh, um, so you're a fire <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um... I just can't with those accents. Yeah, she's difficult to listen to. But anyway, um, so I know that they can hear me, but that doesn't really stop me. And neither does like my it, boss. I so. feel like it should, <laughs> both of them. Yes. But if it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really matter. So I try. I actually really do attempt to not cuss at the customers. Uh, I don't cuss at them. Cuss within hearing distance. I feel that. But it doesn't work. <laughs> Is it just like the school rule with like your... <laughs> like when I dropped that half a gallon of tea today, I legit was like, shit! And there were definitely customers standing there. And they both were just shaking their head at me. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> okay, but also they saw you drop it. So you have like... Well, I did, so what ha- actually happened was I didn't drop it. I had it hooked like up on the thing. And I was getting three gallons at once. And then I thought I pushed the lever, but it just bounced back down instead of getting up. Of so going. you were trying to be a cool kid, and it fucking failed. <laughs> Pretty much. So it's totally your fault. Absolutely. You're an idiot. Two at a time, doable. Three at a time, pushing it. I can do three at a time. I just <laughs> That's didn't what push she the said. lever all the way up. <laughs> Wrong lever, Kronk. <laughs> so. I'm just not that coordinated. <laughs> it was just like... Anyway, yeah. any more yikes moments now that we've finished our side conversation of doom? <laughs> nope. All right. Please check us out on social media. Uh, Facebook, uh, not Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't know why you go Facebook first. We don't have a fucking Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that jazz. You can feel free to email us. I think Brandon checks it. Yep. Um, rate, subscribe. Subscribe. We need subscribers. I know y'all do, listen. Do we see you. Tell see your, your tell your friends about us. We're like we're like your cool dads. Tell your dad tell your friends Are about we, us. Yes. I feel like it would be like uncle. Yes. We're definitely that gay uncle that teaches you all the bad things. Yeah. We're your cool uncles. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, for sure. And, and also we, tell your friends not to be homophobic douchebags. Right? Or transphobic or any phobic. Any of the phobias. Except for spiders. Spiders are totally say, allowed. You can be afraid of clowns. <laughs> yeah, clowns are That's terrifying. Fine. They're not okay. Anyway, we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Peace.